Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hope everybody's doing well today. I want to welcome everybody to the Unimpressed Podcast. And today we have someone calling in from Los Angeles, and her name is Linda Andrade. And she's been a luxury hustler for a long, long time, but she's pretty young. So welcome <laughs> to the show. Linda, how are you doing you. today? I'm great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much, John. Um, yeah, you're you're right. I have been doing it for a long time, but I am kind of young. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. I said, she's, she's a hustler at 16. Didn't you start doing this at 16 of luxury brands and, and yeah. uh, social yeah, started, media and so forth? I started my first business at 16. And I think that's why like my husband and I are so well together because he's such a hustler. And it fits in with like my branding perfectly. And he likes that I'm a hustler in a different way. Um, yeah, I started at 16. That's when I met him too. When you say hustled, now, does your family operate like you do, or they, they have these luxury opportunities and so forth? Or is this something you just created your own world? It's definitely self-made, but my parents helped me in terms of like my dad moved here from Jordan and I was only two and him being an immigrant and in a country that's so different from the Middle East, he started his own business. And that really kind of opened my mind up to different ways to make money. And other than that, though, it's definitely like my family is not rich and I didn't come from money. So when you think about making money and being uh, a different culture, what do you think makes a thought process different than, say, an American uh, female, maybe that was 16, that did the same thing? You know, sometimes communication with different cultures that creates a different process. You think yeah. you can identify a different process on your approach of trying to make money being a young person? Definitely. And I actually have visited the Middle East and there are no jobs in the Middle East. There's no like stability there. You're either a hustler or you're not. And you either feed your family or you don't. And then also that mixed in with like my dad never went to college. My mom never got an education either, but still making a life for themselves. It's like you basically take like the alternate routes. You don't do the typical you know, college, apply for a job. Like I've never had a real job in my life, but I look for other ways to make money. My biggest way is providing value to other people. Whether, so my med spa, what I provide in my med spa is like, I provide easy ways to like better your body, that surgery, and everybody wants to look better. And that gives me money. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, how can I help somebody and what is that worth to them? And do you think you find that in things that are re relatable, that are universally relatable? Like things that a lot of people can do? People that they can relate to easily. Like, you yeah. know, everybody wants beauty. How do you engineer that? There's three things, the top three money makers in the world. That's relationships, vanity, and money. So if you can help people make money, you'll make money. If you can help people look better, you'll make money. And anything to do with relationships. 
So those are top three. My TikTok is the relationship side. I don't necessarily make that much of my TikTok, but it it's all about like love and things like that. And that's why I've grown so much. Another thing is like my med spa was the vanity side. And then my husband's business is the money side. He helps people make money. Those are the three that people care the most about is the relationships, their wealth, and how they look. When you started this journey, did you look at those three things? Did you say, hey, what are the three most important things that you can make money from? No, I didn't not have a clear answer in the beginning. I actually started with a clothing boutique and that isn't the key to success at all. Like people could care less about where they buy their clothes as long as they have clothes really. Especially if you're not like Chanel, you know, they don't really care enough about you. But when I did get married, I was so focused on bettering like my physical self. I wanted to like get a smaller stomach and my face lifted, things like that. And I loved it so much that I decided to dabble into it. And it was like a monster. Like people wanted all the same things. I'm like, this is crazy. Like I never thought about this before. And then we, my husband and I, we did research and we found out that that's one of the top three ways that people will, you know, like your business and how to make yeah. I mean, is this an internal passion? You know, obviously they say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So is this an internal driving force? And were you able to, if it is, why were you able to find that quicker than most people at a young age? So I, I think I was very fluid and open to many things. For example, I wasn't sure how I felt in the beginning about like touching people's stomachs and things like that. I was like, do I really want to do, cause at first I was doing it in my, in my house. Actually, I was doing it on like my aunts, my uncle, my friends and my family. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this, but I, I was honestly just focus on the money and that's all I was thinking of and that's that was the driving force but as I was in it for a long time I realized I don't like it that much and that's when I hired a manager and technicians and staff and I'm like okay I'm gonna step back just give me the checks (laughs) but my TikTok though I am very passionate about it and I love it I love social media and I think I, I got really lucky with social media honestly. Interesting. So when you think about, is that creativity? Is that creativity? Are you an artist? I think young people put pressure in that space. A lot of people put pressure on themselves, but to do things naturally, I mean, I think that's a big deal. Um, I think I'm a storyteller on TikTok. I always like try to make a story in every video and like, there's like, there's a point to every video and it either and I try to make people feel something. So feel happy or most of the time in my case is angry, <laughs> but it counts. Angry counts. Yeah. What are you angry about? I'm not angry, but people are. Okay. One time I posted, um, I was mad at my husband because he only bought me two necklaces instead of four. And people are like, you shouldn't be mad at your husband. You should be grateful. Some people don't get anything. And I'm like, okay, but you're mad and it worked. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And when you tell a story, is, is there an underlying theme that you're trying to get across? Or are you trying to get make things thought provoking or trying to get a response from people to make them think deeper for themselves? I do like to have like a response provoking, but... I don't think about making them think deeper for themselves. My theme is luxury and like the wealth side because it's it's very different than like real life and it's kind of like fantasy. That's what works. So when you're playing out this, right, and, and think these things are happening, it's almost like you're pre-manifesting things. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is that? like living like that i mean and what is the attraction to dubai going back and forth to dubai me being arab dubai was like like a heaven for me like people speak my language which is not 
common in America at all. Um, it's modest over there. I'm pretty modest myself and I never like resonated with, you know, fashion in America and the food. So I, I just love Dubai in general, but it also, it's also very fantasy, like as a city to the rest of the world. So it fits perfectly with my TikTok. And it's just like a good cocktail mix, I think. What is the cost of a place? How do you how do you live in Dubai? Dubai is actually not that expensive. Um, people think it's expensive, and it can be expensive. But a, a good two bedroom apartment will cost you maybe twenty five hundred a month dollars mm-hmm. because of the the conversion rate. So one dollar is four over there. I think it's relative, like to America, it's pretty cheap. But the shopping is way more expensive. Like the same pair, the, a Rolex is more in Dubai for the same one than America, and I don't know why. But mm-hmm. shopping is more expensive there. So when you go to Dubai, how long do you stay over there? Between two and four months every time. What's on the agenda there? I mean, what do you plan to do when you're there? Well, this time we're closing on our apartment finally because uh, apartments in Dubai are not ready to move in. They they take a long time. They take two years to get ready. So this time we're finally closing and I will be going with my mom this time. So I'm showing her everything. This is where I'm moving to. Like, I hope you like it. And shopping. I like shopping in Dubai a lot. And the food, the restaurants, just every like life, I think, is better in Dubai. How about like the beaches and stuff? How are they? They're hot because Dubai is hot and the beach is hot. So it's like if you go to the beach to cool down, it's not going to happen because the beach is like a hot tub. Oh, really? And there's crabs in the water. I am I hate bugs. I hate everything. There's crabs that, in the water. Yeah, we were. It was just like the sand. You can see crabs walking in the sand. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not going in that water. <laughs> but you can go to the top of the Burj Khalifa. You can take a helicopter ride. You can... Oh, there's the world's deepest pool. It's very deep. Really? Yeah, this is huh. always something. Oh, and their zoos there are exotic, like exotic zoos, not like America. And is there is being so close to some some of those other countries, how's security? Is it intense or how is that? Dubai is one of the safest cities in the world. Very safe. Like you can walk with a bag full of cash at two in the morning. You're fine. It's close to, I think, yeah. So Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Oman, Qatar. Those are all pretty safe countries. I think you're thinking of like Afghanistan, like those countries are a little scary, but it's not, it's not close to Dubai. You're in LA now. What part of LA? So I'm in Orange County, like 30 minutes away from LA. What do you do at your, your home in LA? So I check up on my business from time to time, the med spa. I, um, I take care of my husband. Like I do cook and clean, That that is like the traditional, I, I take that happily. So yes. I take care of my husband, um, grocery shop. I visit my family because when I'm in Dubai, I don't see them. So I like to spend a lot of time with them when I'm in America. Um, that's pretty much it. Honestly, America is much more boring <laughs> than Dubai. Do you think there, if, if there was a misconception about your lifestyle, what would it be? It would be two things that my husband is like doing this with like many women and two that I am like a shallow, good for nothing, you know, gold digger. And that's what I don't correct though. And I maybe should, I don't know if I should, but as I've mentioned, like I do own a business and I do have like aspirations in life. 
and I am a hustler too. But yeah, I don't correct it. I don't know if I should or not. That misconception. What if you showed the hustle? Yeah, but I feel like people want the bratiness. I don't know. I've had this thing of, you know, when people from young people, when young people see something, let's say this is their only visual. And I think if they see that world, because I like talking to you and understanding that this is a hustle, your family didn't have money. There might be a lot of more uh, richness to that story because when kids look at that world today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, and to some extent, I think they think it's easily attainable, you yeah. know, and then and then when they want to do something, they try to make everything look really pretty. They wait for the perfect time. You know, maybe if you showed the hustle, that could be a doubling down on, on numbers or whatever, because I think with the stuff you do show and showing the behind the scenes of that, that could be very interesting because I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, that's true. And it is it is still kind of like, I guess, different from what you normally see about hustle. So I, I guess you're right. Honestly, I haven't thought about it because people have commented to me that they like opening up like after work, they like opening up my TikTok and just kind of like going into a different world. But that still applies to what you just said. It is a different world a little bit, you know, if you showed the hustle, what yeah. would that look like? Yeah, that would that would be um, like my husband doesn't always you know, treat me like a queen. Sometimes we fight. I could talk about that and I could talk about, you know, my business and the hard parts. Like staff right now is so hard keeping staff. That's a big problem. Everybody's quitting. <laughs> Nobody's staying a long time, which sucks. But yeah, you're right. Because you get up, you get on the computer first thing. I get on my phone. Yeah. I check my TikTok. I post a video. I always post a video in the morning and I text my manager, ask like, hey, how's everything going? Need supplies? What's going on? I could show like a real day in the life. Yeah. Like as soon yeah. as you get up in the morning, boom. Cause I don't, cause that's work you don't see either. Cause I know that work. Cause I sleep with my computer by my bed and my glasses, yeah. my glasses are on top of the computer, you know, cause it's like I yeah. wake up and there's like two hours that you do stuff just, yeah. and then you do that. And then you go through the rest of the day and you think, well, did I get anything done today? Well, yeah. you don't forget about the two, two or three hours you're on the computer because that time, that mind work you're doing, I mean, time just clicks by, you know, and you're yeah. just like, well, it's, it's, it's noon already. That's you know? true. It, it can slip away from you the time. You, you know, maybe a perspective on that. Yeah, I wake up, I make breakfast for me and my husband, which is annoying sometimes if I want to stay <laughs> But I got to do it. Who else will, you know? Yeah. Now, is your mom and dad, you know, old school? Oh, yeah. My dad works and my mom takes care of the house. My dad and my mom do want me, though, to 
So my, my plan in life was to be a doctor. They want me to finish that and actually be a doctor. And I'm trying, I'm in school right now, but they, so they're traditional, but they still want me to have like a backbone, not like, you know, some, some of the Middle East, you just kind of sit back, but yeah, there, it's a little scary to do that in terms of like, if, you know, God forbid my husband did leave me, then what, you know? How long you been married? Five years. Five years. I mean, I does that happen a lot? Leaving? Like you say that nonchalantly. If my husband left me, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think he'd leave me. We are like very, very much in love. Yeah. But my parents are scared of that. Oh, okay. They are? <laughs> no, they love my husband. They actually really love him. But yeah. in America, I think it happens a lot where like you're with someone, you help them build their career, you take care of the house. Ten years later, they leave you and, you know, you're kind of in a tough spot. Yeah. And if you hadn't established anything for yourself. Exactly. Because you were helping him establish his life. That's that's the scary part. Interesting. Now, what does your husband do? So he owns seven different businesses. Um, so he's just a business owner, investor, trader. And what would you say to be able to do, to be able to multitask, what enables you to be able to multitask at a high level? For me, honestly, it's, I'm so competitive that I think like I need to win and I can't slack off. I can't slow down. I don't know if that's just me personally. I think other people, they, they love, you know, the chase, but I just, I can't fall back. Maybe that's toxic of me. Maybe I should take a break. I mean, I'm the same way. It's like, yeah. I don't stop. I work every day, you know, yeah. I don't stop. And it's just like an internal drive. Yeah. I think it's either you have it or you don't. Maybe. Did you say you played sports or anything? Yeah. Where does the being competitive come from? I have no idea. I've been competitive since I was young. Brothers, sisters? Oh yeah. I have three brothers. I'm the oldest. So oh, okay. I, I was always outnumbered. <laughs> really? So yeah. you, so it was the boys against the, the one uh, sister, huh? Yep. But that's why I was, I think, my dad's favorite. <laughs> Interesting. The one girl. And what what town is that in Orange County? It's Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. It's nice. It's nice down there. How's the weather? How's it been after the pandemic and so forth it's in that been area? Good. It's very relaxed. It's a very relaxing city. Um, it's hot right now a little bit, but the last two months was always so cloudy. I don't know. Where where are you located? I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Is yeah. it good over there, the weather? Yeah, it's about, I don't know, it's about 100 degrees here today, but I was in New York City area for 12 and a half years, uh, so I will not complain about the warm weather. Um, because you stay hibernated in New York for about eight months. Oh my goodness. You wouldn't believe how hot Dubai is right now. I think it's 119. Now, do you dress, like I see what you have on now, do you dress, do you get up every day and dress like you're dressed now? I do like to dress nicely every day. Same way I don't like to fall back in like my life. I don't want to like let myself go in my marriage. I don't know if that sounds so bad to say. <laughs> but, but I don't want to like wear a potato sack, you know? At least not yet. I'm only 24. Maybe later I'll be fine with that. Well, I read this article, this headline here. Inside the luxe life of TikToker exhausted by being rich in Dubai. Yeah. What was that all about? So I made a video, the worst things about being married to a millionaire. And it was like, he buys me too many things. It was kind of like a funny thing. Like he buys me too much. Um, we travel too much. It was kind of like, is this a joke? You know, mm -hmm. but part, so, some of it is true. First of all, when you travel so much, you get tired. So anyways, yeah, I did that article with the New York Post and it was, it was fun. It was fun to do. So have you 
seeing anything progress with your businesses after this this startup? When when did you see a crossover with the the PR and everything for you when you really started getting some traction? It was last year. I posted a video and it got 10 million views within like two days. That like and did it. You know, people started being interested in me. I never quit. I kept making the same style videos and it worked, but I, I don't publicly talk about my business because people are weird and I don't want to be spammed with like one star reviews, but also my business is a local thing that I wouldn't benefit from my TikTok, especially if my audience isn't all in, you know, California. So I keep that away from my social media, but, um, I am happy with like the brand deal side of it though. And that has helped the more followers, obviously the more deals I get. What's your goals the next three to five years for yourself? So I'm definitely going to get into med school. Um, I would like to maybe start a family and permanently move to Dubai. That's my goal. Permanently. Huh? Interesting. So you could, you would rate, want to raise your family over there? I would. Yeah. And you think it's just, you feel more at home there or the energy, what's the energy like? It's so, I don't know if you believe in God or not, but I'm pretty religious and it's the whole country is centered around religion, yeah. but at the same time it's modern. So it's not like, oh, you have to cover up. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, like, remember God, you know, do good and the luck side too. And I, I, I don't know. I think I would like to raise my children there, but I would still come back to California every, every like maybe nine months and stay for three months. And is your husband with you? Is he with you all the time or you said yeah. he travels a lot? Yeah. He stay. he's with me all the time. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, he nice. works from his laptop, so he just... I booked the flight, and I'm like, hey, we're leaving this day. And he's like, okay, cool. If you could achieve one thing that you think is maybe unattainable, what would that be? Honestly, being a doctor, it's not easy. And I'm kudos to people who actually get to med school and pass it, because that is tough. Yeah. And well, it sounds like you have an engineer mindset. Engineer? An engineer mindset. To me, when I say engineer mindset... It's all about planning, right? Because the way yeah. you said, all right, I don't put my business as a pretty deep thinker that I don't put my business on this part of my social media because of this review. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how did yeah. you how did you come up with that? That's kind of strategic, right? Yeah. And I would think being a doctor is strategic as well. Yeah. So you may, it might be a little bit easier for you than you think. Maybe that makes me feel better because I'm actually a little scared. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't fake it in med school. You've got to know it. Is there anything you want to uh, promote or talk about here as we close out this last little segment? No, I think I think you did a really good job of covering everything. Yeah, I was just trying to, I try to unearth people yeah. and just kind of see what they're all about and show a different side. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And I really, really think if you showed some of those real life parts of your life of what you do, I think that could be very interesting because because when you think about your culture, you do think about money. Yeah. Right. But true. you've really never everything looks pretty. I've never I don't think I've ever seen anything where you saw the real life grind of, you know, how you work. Yeah, that's true. You don't see the back end of it. And, and honestly, you're right. Like you got me thinking now that that might be a better approach, more healthy approach too. And touching on the last thing with your spa and you said everything's all natural. How is how is the spa all natural? My business? Your business. Oh, so it's not surgical. It's not invasive. It's all like from the surface level, but you it works. Um, so one of them is radio frequency and it's like a little metal thing that you put on and it goes in the way 
removes and it kind of melts the fat and then you kind of just pass the fat. Is that new technology? Is that out, been out in the marketplace a while or is that something? It's Because I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's fairly new. I've been doing it now for about five years, um, but it's always improving. There's a new thing. It's called Morpheus 8 or something like that. And it basically, it pokes little tiny holes, like really small. Then it does the waves so it penetrates deeper. And what, and what type of diet do you have? My diet, I try to stay away from sugar. Other than that, that's it. I don't drink alcohol. So no sugar, no alcohol and no other restrictions besides that. Like I'll eat McDonald's if I want to. Oh, okay. Hopefully we've inspired a few people through this conversation. Yeah, through this conversation. And uh, I think we did. This has been Linda Andrade and I'm John Edmonds Cosma, the CEO of Bang Productions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.